For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome to another edition of After Hours with Bifo and Luby. I'm Jeff DeForest along with Mike Luby Lubitz across the universe on the Believe Network, and it's tournament time. It's always interesting to me because uh, we've mentioned this a couple of times here uh, throughout the course uh, of the last year or so that uh, it was always embarrassing to be in the sports department when uh, the bracket pools came out at the office because the cleaning lady would routinely win, and then everybody looked at you as you were uh, you know, hovering around last place, maybe trying to pick up your entry fee back for finishing last, that you were the sports guy and supposedly in a no. And that's what I love about the NCAA tournament. All of a sudden, people who haven't watched a single second of college basketball in the entire season, including the tournaments, who wouldn't know Clark Kellogg from a box of Kellogg's cornflakes, they uh, are now experts on the NCAA tournament and making wagers blindly so, as if they were handed a blindfold and a last drag on a cigarette. So we want to try and help. Uh, go uh, against that syndrome here and give you some real insight uh, into the tournament. And, of course, it's always great talking to uh, the man, the uh, movie Two for the Money was based on the great Brandon Lang, also a Believe, Believe Network fame, joins us here on the show. Uh, Brandon, I, you have to be salivating uh, this time of the year. I, I would imagine, I, I don't know, is there, is there a lot of sucker money out there to be had uh, on the tournament? First of all, you, you guys running long. I got shit to do. I'm 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 getting a divorce. I'm in Orlando. I'm playing Bay Hill today, where they had the tournament a few weeks ago. I got trannies waiting for me. I got a lot of shit going on. I got the you know my <laughs> pool. My pool's always won by the by the the trannies always win the pool. Half guy, half girl. They they understand basketball. They got great jump jump shots, big set of tits, and they got 11 inches of a uh, female for you. So. A lot of shit going on last night. Got off to a great start with Texas Southern. Um, had them early in the year. Their coach, their, their coach Jones, who was at Virginia back in the day, played 13 straight road games to start the year. Took them to Oregon, BYU, St. Mary's. And at the tail end of that, they went to Florida. Plus 23 and a half, beat Florida outright. And then they get into their conference schedule. They have the same 10 guys back from last year. When they beat Mount St. Mary's 60-52, they were laying three and a half. And, and that's what I try to tell people when, that I love college basketball so much because I have a team like Texas Southern that I saw play early in the year that beat Florida. And I'm like, okay, wait till they win their conference tournament and get in the first round, and I'm going to hammer them, laying three and a half, pulled away late, one by nine. It's the same squad as last year, and that's what I love about the tournament. Now, a few fun facts for you. Last 25 years, an average of six double-digit seeds have made it to the Sweet 16. Wow. Let me say it again. That's a 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You really can't say 16 because we've only had one one upset UMBC who beat Virginia a few years back. So, so, so on average, 
We have to expect that there's going to be six double-digit seeds that get to the Sweet 16. The record, by the way, is 10 made it through the first round. And last year, we had nine double-digit seeds winning the first round. So working off that platform, we have to, we have to probably count on there's going to be six double-digit seeds that win. So who are they? Who are they? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. This is what I got. Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago, Sister Jean looking hot in the wheelchair at about a buck ten. We're going to roll with Loyola, Chicago to beat a very inconsistent um, Ohio State team. Um, so I, I like Loyola, Chicago. Um, Virginia Tech's hot. Well, number 11, Virginia Tech, going through that ACC tournament to win the ACC tournament, playing a Texas team. Chris Beard probably scratching his head saying, okay, I left Texas Tech. And in the words of Bill Parcells, man, I left that refrigerator full of talent. Yep. And Texas Tech is on a better record yep. and a better season than Texas where Chris Beard went in a rebuilding. And he will put Texas on the map. But I just think the way Virginia Tech's playing right now with the offensive weapons they have, that is a double-digit seed that could make some noise. Davidson? Don't sleep on Davidson. If they get by Michigan State, I'm calling it right now that they will beat Duke in the next round. Keep wow. an eye on number 13, Vermont. The Catamounts, the rocking and rolling. That's your 13 seed that people are going to go, Vermont? Only thing Vermont does is cheese. Vermont cheddar. That's all we got. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Vermont can flat out play. They've had an unbelievable season, 28-5. They get an Arkansas team that can be a little inconsistent. Keep an eye on Vermont. Grab the points there as well. Number 12, UAB can flat out go. I know Houston lost their best score, um, and they played well. But keep an eye on that 12. Don't sleep on Chattanooga as a 13 seed. I'm telling you, the mocks are, are, are a squad that can give Illinois. So just remember, Loyola Chicago beat Illinois last year in the first round. And, and, and Illinois uh, can, be, can play a little undisciplined. Um, as well, and that's kind of a little uh, a little feel uh, for the yeah, first no. round for you, boy, D. Lang. Nice overview from a degenerate uh, viewpoint. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Brandon Lang here with us on After Hours with Defoe and Luby, Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz. Uh, help us out with this. So uh, we've been trying to uh, verify this uh, for a while. It's a theory that we had that uh, Sister Jean Loyola of Chicago, who surfaces once again. Albeit uh, looking more like Peyton Manning when he was wheeled out onto the field for the Broncos for that Super Bowl victory uh, over Carolina a few years back, uh, did she at one time? I mean, uh, look more like uh, Jean Harlow and uh, actually run a brothel uh, that was controlled by the mafia in Las Vegas. I mean, you're you're a Las Vegas guy. Uh, any truth to that? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just since we're on the Catholic thing here with Sister Jean, if you ever seen the movie Spotlight priests and how they just ran rampant and kids in the Boston area. One of the best movies you'll ever see. I remember I was back in Michigan um, this past winter with my high school sweetheart and uh, she said, let's go to let's go to my Catholic church. I said, is that where the knee pads came down? I kind of like where I was kneeling on those knee pads. I said, that, that. She's like, yeah, well, I go, let's go. So as we're walking into the church, I look over to my left and there's a big snow like a couple of days before and I look over to my left and there's a couple altar boys that got their dick shoved into a snowbank. And I look over and I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? And the one altar boy looked over his shoulder and said, oh, Father McCallahan likes a couple of cold ones after that. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> All right. Well, there's your, your other take on a tournament here. So Sister Jean, listen, Sister Jean, Sister, you brought up the Catholic thing. I had to go to the Catholic show. I heard it the other yeah, day. Yeah, that was I'm great. Telling everybody, I can't stop telling that joke. It's one of the best jokes ever because I'm not going to hide the fact that 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 uh, the movie Spotlight is just one of the most sickening movies ever. But Sister Jean, and I'm very good at looking at a girl and going. Man, if you take 30 years off her, she was a flat out hot. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. If you take, if you listen to me, if you take, if you take 81 years off Sister Jean, <laughs> an absolute dime piece. And I think that's about as deep as you can go because she's a buck four. She's 104. So you got to subtract yeah. 81 to get to that 23 number. Sister Jean was a hottie. God bless her. And I remember I went on Pat McAfee's show years ago and and, and said I had gone to Florida early in the year and watched Loyola Chicago play Florida and watched them beat Florida. And the, the, the lefty freshman center was, was a freshman. And I said, wow, this team is really good. I mean, they remind me of George Mason with the, the run they made with Jim Lorang. And I said, this team's going to make some noise. So I watched them all year long. And they, they had a great year in the Missouri Valley. And I went on Pat McAfee's show. And I said, here's your Cinderella. Here's your George Mason. I said, Loyola Chicago is going to the final four. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm telling you right now. And I still see Pat now. And he still says, bro, you made me so much money with Loyola Chicago. I said, yep. I said, I I went and rented a wheelchair, got the little gold scarf, set in a wheelchair, and watched <laughs> all NCAA tournament, paying homage to Sister Jean. I was wheeling around in that wheelchair. Man, I, it was great. Listen, it was great. Wheelchairs are very comfortable, by the way, if you guys don't know. Do not know. Yeah, we'll we'll be in one soon enough. <laughs> exactly. uh, trust me, uh, Brandon Lang. Especially I'm um, going to Atlantic City. Uh, you know, I was going to go to Vegas, but uh, flights very prohibitive uh, going out to Las Vegas from uh, Fort Lauderdale. And uh, you know, it, it would have been uh, kind of a brutal trip uh, from the standpoint of uh, the flights uh, that that I would have had to take to get there, and it kind of would have ruined the whole time. So uh, I'm going to Atlantic City for this thing. Now, now I, I mean, if you're in one of these sports books, is it all young guys that are just punching up parlays and in-game bets? I mean, uh, what is the approach now to uh, betting the tournament, and what would be a wise approach uh, to betting this? Now, you you gave us a bunch of underdogs. I, I guess the other side of that too is. Uh, you, you might have, you dropped Duke in there a little bit as potentially being vastly overrated. Uh, who among the favorites uh, looks like the the weakest of the entries to you? Baylor. Baylor's the first oh, wow. number one seed going to get beat. Oh, wow. Um, Baylor's going to go out and probably the Sweet 16. Um, nobody's beating Gonzaga this year. Um, they're just not. I mean, my Final Four is Villanova, Auburn, Kentucky, and Gonzaga. I got Villanova and Gonzaga in the final. Um, I'm I'm a dog guy. I just am. I think dog wise, um, although Murray State's laying one and a half, Murray State's legit boys. Keep an eye on them. It's it's Richmond's got five seniors peaking right now, getting ten and a half against Iowa. Get you some of Richmond. Mm. Providence has faced. 17 teams who are ranked 177th or worse defensively. There's 17 and 0 against those teams this year. So keep an eye on a four seed Providence and a near pick them against South Dakota State. Um, New Mexico State can play, boys. They're getting six and a half. Uh, get you some of New Mexico State. But my my uh, my best bet on Thursday is Murray State. I just I'm in love with this team. I've used them a couple times this year. They um, there's something else. I mean they 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 get up and they go. Remember. This is the team 
that John Morant yep. took to the Sweet 16 when they lost to Florida State yep. and, and left over from that team are, are three guys that played the jaw that just can wow. get up and go, and, and, and their coach did a great job bringing in some players. So keep an eye on them. But in Vermont, I'm telling you right now, Vermont's going to Vermont the Catamounts are going to hang around in that ball game. Um, I'm telling you right now. All right, I know you got to run. Uh, so, so when's your tea time at Bay Hill, and uh, does it uh, coincide with the gavel coming down on the divorce? Um, eleven fifty. The divorce is, is is the divorce. I knew it was going to happen. You just should get a sense it was going to happen. It was, listen, it was time to trade in the used car. What was the over-under on number of years of What was the over-under? Well, listen, I hung in there for 17. Wow. Okay. Oh, Very yeah. for you. But, you know, what are you I'm, talking about? I'm, yeah. yeah, absolutely. When I met her, she was a 30-year-old hot stripper. And now she's, now she's 49. You know, listen, when I, when I got the Benz, it was new. It was just fantastic. But <laughs> you know, I, 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 I beat on the car a little bit. I'm trading in and, uh, you know, go down and get me a little, uh, little, little floor. I've been on Bumble for about the last two months. And it's like fishing with dynamite. You throw on a couple pictures, you shredded. And I look, like, guys, I'm big. Like, like my boy saw me for the first time in two years and says, Jesus Christ, you look like you're a, a, a tight end for the Raiders. I mean, guys, I'm huge. <laughs> Like I've never oh, been, wow. I've been in the best right. shape of my get life. Back in the gym, nice. I was forty. That always coincides with the horse. You, you. you get in shape. Yeah, absolutely. These women on Bumble are just like it's like fishing with dynamite. It just and they're hot. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! I was going go to another, go to another. I was going to go to another bench, but with the kind of feedback I'm getting on Bumble, these are Bentleys and. Maserati. Um, um, uh, <laughs> uh, you know what uh, Michael um, Buffett like, would say about like that. Let's looking. get ready to rumble on Bumble. Uh, I, I know you have oh. to go, uh, Brandon Lang. We can't thank you enough for joining us here on After Hours right, with Defoe and Luby. Always a pleasure, my friend. Best All of right, luck. Brandon, man, thanks. Thanks, Brandon guys. Lang. You're well. One of a kind. Hey, uh, who, the underplayers cash there. Who would have thought, I mean, if Brandon Lang's being married, the way he speaks and the way he lives his life, who would think yeah. he'd go 17 years? I mean, that's... 17? No way, man. I, I mean, can't uh, They wouldn't have given him a chance to... 17 weeks <laughs> would have been uh, exactly. where they drew the line there. And that might have been 16 and a hook. So if you were going 17, you were going to cash on the over right there. Uh, you know, the underplayers uh, were rejoicing, too, on uh, the number of seconds it would take into the uh, broadcast today Tranny. for Brandon Lang to mention trannies <laughs> as being a, a key part of his equation in handicapping college basketball. <laughs> He did give us a lot of sleepers. And you know what's impressive about Brandon Lang? I mean, right or wrong, it's not like uh, he didn't research this to some level. No, no. Whereas, uh, you know, as I was telling you on our Ion uh, Channel show this morning, our, our live show we do on the East Coast every morning, uh, the DEFO show, D-E-F-O, uh, where Luby is uh, not only heard but seen on uh, Ion Channel. You guys can uh, pop on Ion Channel. Just click on the DEFO show or Google the DEFO show if you're a fan of our uh, Believe podcast uh, here on the Believe Network. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's uh, one of those things where, uh, you know, I, I, I'm betting on the blind. I mean, you know, I, I'm looking at Indiana, and I'm thinking, wow, yeah, I saw them win a couple of tournament games, and uh, that, that Mike Woodson used to coach the Knicks. Uh, he, he's their coach, so they're hot right now. Yes. And uh, I'm going to take them and lay three and a half in, in their game that they had over Wyoming, right? What does Wyoming have in terms of basketball? A bunch of guys in cowboy hats uh, that have been chasing moose. All uh, off season, right? So uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I know nothing about it. It turns out I, I, I'm reading uh, the other day a little synopsis 
And uh, it says that uh, Indiana lost seven of its last nine games. <laughs> Which would imply to me, I guess that was in a regular season. They had lost seven of their last nine games in the Big Ten. I was going to say, because they played well in the tournament, because I agree with you. I was like, I was like, oh, they're going to do well in the tournament. When you said that, that sort of made me sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, holy Bobby Knight. What, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> So uh, there it was. I, I was confidently making a bet. And, and then all during the game, I'm telling the guy that I'm watching the game with, uh, see, I told you, man, this Indiana team is really something. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, DeForest. I went, why don't you just shut it? I mean, it's one game. It's a playing game. You're betting like a pathetic degenerate slob <laughs> because there's no action on a Tuesday night because uh, the local harness track is closed. I mean, uh, so uh, you're going to beat your chest uh, that you you know had a winner going into the NCAA tournament. And, and then. It was only after the fact that I realized that, that I had made like one of the dumbest bets of my life and just happened to be right about it. You lucked out. <laughs> Which gets us back to premise number one about the NCAA tournament. If if it was uh, going to follow any line of handicapping logic, mm -hmm. then why does the cleaning lady win exactly. the bracket pool at virtually every office? It's, it's an annuity for cleaning women. And, uh, you know, maybe you have a cleaning guy. I, I guess you have to make that clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the old joke doesn't apply anymore that the cleaning lady wins the thing because uh, you might even have a cleaning service. And yet they have an entry in the pool yep. and they win every time. They beat out the sales department. They beat out the human resources department. They certainly beat out management. And in the case of places that we've worked, they, they annihilate the sports department. Yes, Always. We know nothing about this. The more re That's why I'm impressed by the research, and I appreciate it, and I don't spit yeah, at it. Yeah, that was good. Because you know what? That's all you can do when it comes to the tournament. It's just like, okay, and you throw stuff against the wall and hope it works out. It's like, it's See, so I, much See, I would bullshit. think this, that a shrewd handicapper like uh, Brandon Lang, and that's why we're happy to bring him to you, and he has his own podcast here on Believe, which I would imagine is wildly popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's toning it down to go on with us. Can you imagine? <laughs> you think that's him toned down? So what would that leave? I mean, nah, uh, nah. among what you would consider material that was, uh, you know, Risque. within the confines of broadcasting good taste by the any standard that you were ever going by, uh, even the modern day standard where it's anything goes. It's like our governor I here would... in uh, Florida, Ron DeSantis, anything goes, man. Except for gambling. But um uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, totally uninformed opinions. Uh, and, and yet, I, I would say this, Luby, that, that a guy that watched games like a Brandon Lang does, I mean, he, he gets into uh, some real depth there. I mean, he's watching uh, Murray State. How many Murray State games did you see this year? Zero. Uh, zero. Point zero. Yeah, Butarski City. Zero. So, uh, but but I, I think there's a huge advantage, just like I believe this at racetracks. When, when you see the horses come on the track, that there are times that you can uh, make a, a decision or influence your decision. Uh, maybe you really like the horse uh, off your handicapping strategies, but then the horse gets on the track and looks like death, right? And, and you're thinking uh, he's all schwitzy and he's not walking so good. He's got back wraps on. And, and before you saw the horse on paper, as they would say, looked absolutely brilliant. But, uh, you know, it pays to see what happened. I mean, uh, and even in the handicap in a race, I mean, you're looking at a horse. He ran a routine uh, non-menacing sixth. And so, you know, you're thinking, okay, probably not going to do much against this field. But then you go back and you look at the tape of the previous race and you see that he was in nothing but a jackpot the entire time. Broken the air, got stuck in traffic, couldn't get out when he wanted to, and then just flattened out in the stretch after grinding the entire time. So it, it pays to have watched these teams play is the point. And if you have, I mean, especially some of these weenie teams, 
as we'd like to call them, um, you know, with uh, no, no uh, derogatory or disparaging uh, <laughs> tone meant. I mean, look, I, I think that's the charm of the tournament are, are these small teams. Yes, I agree. And, and the upsets that are going to happen. So so Brandon Lang is anticipating uh, many, many upsets. A lot, in the first yeah, round of the yeah, tournament. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very active. Or at least possibilities uh, against the point spread. They may not win outright, but certainly uh, look like, and, and Luma's uh, good prospects uh, against the point spread. And um, yeah, I, I would think that that would be the case because there was a lot of parity. And, and the thing about the smaller schools is, uh, and we've said this uh, before in, in talking about the tournament, especially now, that uh, number one, uh, most of their guys have been together for a longer period of time. Yes. So the Calipari's that are out there, all of a sudden, you have a bunch of guys that were in high school last year. Now they're in the NCAA tournament. And even though, sure, it's a huge platform to play for the University of Kentucky and be in the SEC and play in that tournament. But nonetheless, when you get into this next evolution of big moments, yes, it can it can sometimes, you know, discombobulate a team. And they start making mistakes and they compound those mistakes. And then the team with the massive amount of experience by comparison as uh, you could have that, that big of a differential where uh, University of Miami, our hometown team, has guys that are in their sixth year at the school, right? Yep. They're one year away from being Blutarski. <laughs> but, I mean, for a variety of reasons, injured, COVID-19, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, there are a lot of reasons why schools have guys that, that have been around the campus there for six years. So, you know, does that help that, that they've had six years of practice sessions with the same coach and players as compared to uh, one? Uh, of course it does. It has to. So you see a lot of these upsets uh, on that basis. How's that? There's our brilliant analysis yeah, on the NCAA tournament. All I can say is rots a ruck, people. Yeah, Good exactly. Luck. Exactly. Good luck. Are you even saying rots a ruck anymore without getting in trouble with some Asian Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, sensitivity group? I say good luck. Yeah. The brackets are always a pain in the ass. I did one for Believe. Uh, so maybe Defoe will do one as well. So check us out here. Um, I'm no brackets good at the brackets. I mean, you may as well just light my bracket on fire before I even fill it out. A lot of people <laughs> say that, and, and they don't mean it because they still fill one out thinking they're going to win. And, and I do, too, but I, I would have no idea. I, I really I wouldn't. I, I, that was enlightening, actually, Brandon Lang, because he, he he spoke of and illuminated uh, you know, the possibilities of many teams at least having a good chance to win a game or two. And that would be interesting, right? Who did he say was going to knock out Duke? In the second round, I, mean, I, I don't think he thought the they were going to lose, but he thought um, Richmond. I don't know. I'm trying to remember which team he he the spiders man. He thought Duke would have a struggle. He he went all in on like eight games to try to keep track of it, and we'll try and follow it as the tournament yeah. gets underway. But uh, he was all in on upset special. I like a man who's getting divorced and playing golf on that <laughs> I game. love it. He, he's taking his divorce a lot different than I took mine. I give him credit. He's like, oh, yeah, that was a good run. Sobbing, uh, that was a disaster. Fetal position for months. That was a disaster. So I give him credit for being a man. It's like years of counseling later, you got married again. So it shows I mean, it you what good counseling later. does. I didn't really last as long as I thought it would, but I was definitely defeated the day it happened. So I give him credit for just uh, all right, time to find the next one. <laughs> All right, well, that was fun having Brandon on the show, even though uh, we pressed him for time. We went a little overtime on our uh, morning show uh, on ION Channel. Uh, check that out. Uh, and uh, as we mentioned, uh, there's a great interview on there. Uh, if you uh, Google, what would that be? That would be Tuesday's show uh, with Jim Laraniga. You want to get a feel for the tournament. And, of course, the Cinderella runs, which, uh, you know, that's, that's a big part of it. Cinderella teams and Cinderella individuals uh, are two of the great storylines that come out of the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, it's a great sporting event. It, it really is. I remember the first time I went to the College Baseball World Series out in Omaha, Nebraska. I thought, what am I doing in Omaha, Nebraska, and how much uh, entertainment can this really provide uh, 
I was looking at it, Luby, as if it was work, believe it or not. And then uh, the the spirit of the whole event and the way, uh, you know, the people of Omaha got behind it. Now, this is much more on an international level. And with betting now escalating to the point of uh, zillions of dollars being sent in on this uh, through various entities that are more than willing to give you your first thousand dollars back. That's classic. If you bet on this uh, college basketball tournament, you know what? If you lose, you win. Right? It's that scene out of Raging Bull, right? If you win, you win. And if you lose, you still win. Where uh, Pesci's talking to De Niro about throwing the fight in front of the mob guy yep. there in Chicago. Yep. Yeah, that was great. So so that's uh, what these betting sites are telling you, that, that if you lose, you still win. Until you start losing. Yeah, <laughs> until you really lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, be careful luck. out there, people. That's good all luck. we can say. You're betting the tournament. Uh, good luck in your brackets. Uh, you know, it all gets underway. Well, it's already underway, technically. And uh, yet, uh, and, and Notre Dame has to be involved in a play-in game. Now, that was a disgrace. Uh, Jim Laranega referenced as uh, number two uh, uh, regular season finisher in the ACC is relegated to this uh, level of uh, schlepper yep. that they have to play their way in. Notre Dame, right? Newt Rockney rolling over in his grave. <laughs> Thinking about how the committee hosed Notre Dame, which, uh, you know, that's a rarity, too, also. I mean, how many uh, complaints can they really lodge? based on the overall uh, level of favoritism that Notre Dame has received as an athletic entity over the years. You would say zero, right? I mean, you Let them mine all they want. Fetch all up. you want there, They've you fighting Irish. <laughs> right around St. Paddy's Day, too, to get screwed, exactly. which is kind of interesting. All right, uh, Luby, always a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to Brandon Lang for joining us yes, here. Uh, you know, even on the run, he uh, is always entertaining. Brandon Lang, two for the money fame, and he has his own podcast here on uh, Believe. We're happy to be with you on Believe Every Day. Check out our show, as I mentioned, Ion Channel, The Defo Show, D-E-F-O. And uh, you can Google that and uh, find a lot of interesting things on there as well. And uh, we will see you next time as we leave you with the thought that you got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, <laughs> no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food. Amazing atmosphere. Good for a family. Good for a date or just a night out for yourself. And prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched. Steaks hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation location because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup. All you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. Their hours have changed a little bit. Monday through Thursday from 3.30 to 10. And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11.30 to 10. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar, and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.